everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In It Not Of It podcast. This is episode five, and first off, I just want to start off this episode just by thanking everybody who's given me and given Bailey feedback um, onto the podcast so far. It's been just such a such a blessing to be able to see um, just people's feedback and just how people react to stuff and um, react to what we've put out there so far. So you have four other episodes. Um, if you haven't listened to those yet, check those out. Um, you know, there's a lot of time and prayer spent in those before that, and um, like I mentioned in the first episode, you know, this is something just kind of fun to do, creative for me and Bailey to do, but it's also something we're kind of trying to use as a ministry too, um, you know, to talk about truth and to speak truth um, about certain things and um, really to learn how to live in this world but not be of it, right? And so right now, um, just the difference between um, being away from Bailey and stuff like that, he's not going to be on the episode today. So for all of the Bailey fans and all of the, the people who love him and only come to this for him, I'm sorry, but it's just going to be me. But um, just for uh, probably this episode, maybe a couple more, um, we're just going to have some solo episodes, probably a little shorter, um, just some talks about certain things. And um, as you can tell by the title today, we're going to be talking about tattoos, right? And if if you know me at all, if you know who I am at all, you'll know my position on tattoos in the first place, right? Um, But I still think that it is something important to talk about, right? So are tattoos a sin? Are they not? Should I get them? Should I only get Christian ones? Like, like Like, what is this? And, um, you know, like me and Bailey have said in past episodes, you know, we're not the end-all be-all of anything. We're not like these super knowledgeable people. You know, we're, we're, we're young guys trying to have some fun and trying to speak truth in their lives and talk about the Bible and talk about the world and Christianity, right? And so don't take anything I say, but for fact or for, for the end-all be-all things, but do your own research too, right? I'm going to, I can, I can give what um, some of my opinions and then also what the Bible says, but it's important to do your own research on topics and um, different things about faith as well. But yeah, I mean, are tattoos a sin, right? I mean, it's not as controversial as a topic today as it was, you know, like 20, 30 years ago. Like no, no time in my life have I really ever seen tattoos as this just like immoral, horrible thing that people do, right? Maybe, maybe one's in the face. Those ones kind of creep me out, but like that's about it, you know. Um, I mean, I never was never allowed to get tattoos before I was 18. It always had to be um, my own decision or something like that. Um, after I was 18, you know, my parents weren't going to let me get one until I was of age to make that own decision for myself. But, um, yeah, so a little bit about me. I mean, I got my first tattoo a week after my 18th birthday. Um, since then, I've gotten like a half sleeve in my right arm. And so judging from that, you could probably tell what my opinion is on the our tattoos are sin um, or not. But I still think it's something to talk about because there's some underlying factors that go in with talking about whether or not tattoos are a sin, right? And so to start off, like I feel like I think one of the biggest things that people immediately go to is right in the scripture when it says that tattoos are a sin, basically. In Leviticus, it says, you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or, t- for the dead or tattoo yourselves. I am the Lord. So you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead, or tattoo yourselves, right? So right away, if you're just reading at surface value, if you're just reading, okay, well, says it right there, Nick, you're an idiot, you're sinning, you're a sinner, you're going to hell, you have tattoos, okay? So obviously, first glance, people have who don't know scripture, people who have not been inside Christianity or anything like that or know much about it can just take that and be like, oh, well, you're a sinner, you, you have tattoos, so what makes you any better than me, right? So obviously... We have to understand, anytime you read in the Bible, context 
is the most important thing that we have, right? One of the most important tools that we can use when reading scripture context. We need to understand the context of Leviticus, right? So Leviticus, it's set up as these old ceremonial and moral laws that were given to the Jews to help them follow and help them um, structure the the guidelines and some barriers of how they're supposed to live, right? So there's something like, 617 or something like Levitical laws that these people had to follow. So tons of them, right? Tons of them. I mean, in other places in in Leviticus, you know, there's places where they say, you know, you can't wear clothes of two different fabrics, fabrics, right? And I, I've had that brought up to me. You're like, well, Nick, you're you're going to hell. Have you seen this? You're wearing cotton and polyester. Like what? Like they're saying you're going to hell because you're wearing two different fabrics, right there. Obviously, when you see stuff like, okay, hold on. Am I going to hell for wearing two different fabrics? Or in other places, it talks about um, eating the meat of unclean animals, so s- such as pigs. Pigs back then were unclean, right? And so eating anything, for those of you who have ever eaten bacon in your life, according to this, if you do that, you're sin. Like, bacon's bad. That's what this is saying to us. Or does it mean something else? Or, or is there context behind this? So like I said, these these are called the Levitical laws. They're they're moral and ceremonial laws that were given to the Israelites to as barriers, as guidelines to say, okay, look, these are God's standards. Perfection is God's standards. Being within these, that's what God needs you to do. And so obviously, no human who has free will, who has their own mind and can act on themselves, is going to be able to keep every single one of these, right? I mean, that's why they had to make sacrifices in Old Testament times, because they did sin and because they did break these, right? And so, culturally at the time, just looking at that tattoo thing, they were they were people, the, the pagans and the people who didn't believe in, in God, didn't believe in Yahweh, the, the God of um, Abraham, or the God of the Israelites, these people were marking themselves, and, and I think the key part we have to understand right here is, you shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead. So it, it kind of insinuates and kind of hints right there that people are cutting themselves for for the dead at this time, too. It's not just like our regular be still or God is greater than the highs and lows tattoos that we have, right? These are, these are much more things that are much more harmful to their body and they're hurting themselves and they're tattooing themselves in um, showing that they're worshiping these other gods and worshiping these false gods, Right? Okay, so that's so that's part of the context there. But we also have to understand the context of, of the law that I've said as a whole. So one of the biggest things that Jesus did, besides just his, his death and resurrection, is he came not to abolish the law. His wor- word says he came not to abolish the law, but as a fulfillment of it, a fulfillment of the law. Right? Romans 10.4 says, For Christ has already accomplished the purpose of, for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. So like I said, the purpose of the law was to was to guideline and to, and to, to mark out God's standards. God's standards are perfection. And because we are born into sin, Romans talks about how all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. Right? Because we are born into that, we can't achieve perfection. We, we can't achieve perfection just by being born. Right, and so the only person who could do that was Jesus. The only person person who could completely fulfill the law and completely fulfill all six hundred plus of these laws was Jesus. He's the only person that could ever do that. 
And so scripture talks about, it says, he has accomplished the purpose for which the, the law was given. He has fulfilled the law. Numerous times throughout the New Testament were hinted that Christ has fulfilled the law, right? And so Christ has fulfilled the things that we couldn't. Christ has fulfilled what we couldn't and and lived a life that we couldn't, right? And I think it's important, to, it has to be important to understand that because if we're trying to fulfill all 617 of the Levitical laws, we're going to come up short every time, right? And so knowing that this tattoos and these these things go into that into that sphere of laws, we realize, okay, Jesus, he has fulfilled that. He has fulfilled these laws that I can't, okay? And scripture also talks about, Jesus says, so I, I've, I've accomplished these new laws, right? I, I, fulfilled, I fulfilled this law and the law that God has given you. He's like, but I have a new law for you. I'm, I'm making a new covenant with you. Scripture tells us that he's making a new covenant. And everything under the, all these laws, everything that he wants us to do, everything within this, this realm and this life that he wants us to live, he says, can be surmised and brought up into two different things. Two different things. And these two things are to love God and to love your neighbor. He says in John 13, 34 to 36, says, I give you a new law. This is Jesus talking. I give you a new law. That law is love each other as I have loved you. So you also love each other. This is all people. And he says, this is how all people will know that you are my disciples. So this is how all people will know you're my disciples. You're not, people won't know, you my, know you're my disciples by, by living out all these impossible laws you have to follow and, and not eating bacon and not getting tattooed and, and not wearing two different kinds of fabric, right? It's like, that's not how they're my, my disciples. It's like, you know, they're not my disciples when you love each other. Loving God and loving others. Jesus says loving God and loving others. That wraps up the entirety of what this new law is. And I think so often Christians have a tendency, myself included, pretty much everybody have a tendency to make Christianity a lot harder than it actually is, right? And fr- from the surface, like, many non-believers would be like, oh, like, Christianity is just, like, a list of do's and don'ts. It's just a list of things that you can't do, you can't have fun, you can't do this, this, this. And y- yeah, there's things we, we can't do and have to stay away from because it's for the betterment of ourselves and it's for to, to protect us. But really, it's not that complicated, if anybody has ever told you about Christianity, you walk out of that conversation, you're like, man, this is like, this is a lot. This is, this is really hard. I'm not trying to downplay that Christianity is easy and you know, it's an easy walk for everybody because it's not. So narrow is the, the, the road to eternity. Narrow is the road to life, right? But it's not as always as hard as we make it out to be. Jesus tells us to love God and to love others. That's what his word says. Love God and love others. If we do those two things, then we are are fulfilling like his entire law, this new law that he's given us, right? And so we have to understand like laws in Leviticus, those things, those were meant as guidelines for that times. Those are part of an old covenant that Jesus that God, sorry, not Jesus, that God had with the Israelites, right? And upon Jesus's life on earth and the work he done and that he fulfilled every single one of them, he was perfect enough to fulfill every single one of them. He fulfilled that law. He said, I did it. It's done. I did it for you. 
Again, Romans, it says, as a result, all who believe in him are made right with God because he accomplished the purpose that the law was given, right? And so because of Jesus, we don't live by those that, that law anymore. We live by the law stated in Jesus' life throughout the New Testament, right? Okay, so that's the first part. That Leviticus, Leviticus verse, verse, excuse me, that Leviticus verse, if somebody's like, well, you have tattoos, you're going to hell because Leviticus says so, or or you are wearing two different clothes or whatever, like you're going to hell. Okay, stop them, be like, yo, Jesus fulfilled that. That's not how I live anymore. Now, the Old Testament, that doesn't discredit Old Testament, right? Old Testament is still um, good for us to study. It's still good for us to see the faith of all those people and still to learn from them, and it's there for a reason, right? It doesn't discredit it, but we don't live by the Levitical laws of that time, okay? Now, another thing that people talk about when bringing up tattoos and if tattoos are a sin or not and saying, oh, they're a sin, whatever, 1 Corinthians, Right, so there's there's a passage in First Corinthians, First um, Corinthians, First Corinthians six eighteen um, to twenty, specifically like nineteen to twenty, when it says that our bodies are a temple. Right, our, that it talks about our bodies are a temple, and we need to take care of our bodies and um, glorify God with their bodies. Right, and so people are like, well, your body's a temple. You can't put tattoos in your body. Like that, that's not right at all. Your bodies are are temple. Says so right there. Okay, yeah, it does. It does say that our bodies are a temple. But again, context is something that, that we got to understand, right? Context is something that we have to understand. Yes, it says our bodies are a temple, but right before that, in verse 18, it's talking about fleeing from sexual immorality. And so when we read the context of what this is actually talking about, this is a verse of talking about sexual immorality and protecting our bodies from sex outside of marriage. Right, scripture, scripture constantly talks about that sex is, is only right and it's only good within the covenant of marriage, and that anything outside of that is sexual immorality. And so, it, it says, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. And so, it, it talks about sexual immorality being a different type of sin than anything else. And then it says, or do you not know that your body is a temple? Of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. So yes, our bodies are a temple, and we should glorify him in everything we do. But this specifically, this verse, that a lot of people can twist to say, mm, tattoos are bad, these are, these are bad. This verse is talking about sexual morality. It's talking about honoring God and keeping sexual relations and um, stuff like that inside the covenant of marriage, inside the sanctity of marriage, right? And so, to those who would say that this, this passage is speaking out against tattoos or is, or, or is a sin, uh, you're, you're wrong. It's not. This is not anywhere close to talking about tattoos, right? And so, my answer, obviously, if you know, again, if you know me, I have tattoos. I love tattoos. I'm all about tattoos. My answer is, no, tattoos are not a sin at all. And now, there is to be some things said after that, though. While tattoos may not be a sin, I think it's still good to be wise in what tattoo you get, right? So first, first Corinthians also talks about whether you, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it for the glory of God. And so I think something we have to ask ourselves when, when going into getting a ta- tattoos or considering marking ourselves as bodies, right? I mean, they're permanent, first of all. I mean, yeah, we, we've all heard, oh, they're permanent. Like, our parents have told us and our grandparents have warned us. Like, you know, those are permanent, right? Like, okay, obviously we know that. 
but like think to yourselves everything we do as Christians everything when we, when we give our lives to Christ everything we do should be to glorify God right that should be that should be our end goal obviously we're going to mess up obviously we're going to we're going to slip up um but everything we do should glorify God right and so i think the question that you need to ask yourselves is okay you know, my tattoos may not be simple, sinful but am i getting these to glorify God am i is this going to be positively impacting people for the gospel in some way? Is Are my tattoos going to help me in impacting people for the gospel? Right? And I think it, it's so easy to just go away and follow trends and stuff like that, especially with tattoos, because, I mean, tattoos are very, very popular right now. But we have to ask ourselves, are my tattoos glorifying God? Are Am I glorifying God in what I'm doing? You know, and, and that, that that doesn't just go for tattoos. That doesn't just go for for this, but that goes for everything we do, right? A- am I glorifying God in this? Am I glorifying God in my actions, in in the way that I live, in the way that I talk? But specifically for the purpose of this episode, since we're talking about tattoos, are my tattoos? Is the ink that I'm going to put on my body is it glorifying God? So no, tattoos are not sinful in and of themselves. Tattoos having ink on your body does not make you any more of a sinner, make you any worse of a person. But are your tattoos going to be positively impacting people of the gospel? Are they going to be glorifying God? You know, I'm not saying that you need to get, you know, the entire gospel message written on your arm for your tattoo. But is that going is your tattoo that you want, is it what you're going to get? Is it going to hurt your own testimony and your own faith? I think that's questions that we need to ask ourselves, especially when we're talking about tattoos. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love tattoos, obviously, and so I, I figured this would be um, kind of a good episode to talk about just because, you know, something I love, something I've chosen to put on my body, and um, I think a lot of people, um, this is a question that honestly gets brought up a lot, and I'm kind of confused um, as to how there is so much confusion about it because I think Scripture's um, pretty open, and for, for those of people who have been told that it's a sin, told that they're um, worse because of it, I'm here to tell you it's not a sin, okay? Getting tattoos in and of itself is not a sin. But like everything, we need to glorify God with everything we do. Thanks so much for listening. If you made it this far, um, I just want to say thanks so much um, just for tuning in and listening to um, this podcast. Uh, once again, if you guys have any recommendations, any any topics, any ideas that you want to hear about, um, that you want to be talked about, DM me or Bailey on Instagram. We would we would love to hear for that and for feedback just to see, hey, can we be doing things better? Can can this be done in a better way? Um, like I've said before, this is um, not only just something fun, but it's it's ministry for us. You know, it's it's trying to give truth out into the world and and to display God's truth and to learn how to deal with it. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. This is episode five of the In and Out of It podcast. Make sure you follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Um, but yeah, thanks so much. Peace out.